Thanks for joining and open your Bible to Exodus chapter 7. Now, the last time we were together, uh, the Lord was giving Moses instructions. Moses, uh, the Lord went over him with the heads of Israel to uh, to let Moses know uh, who were at the head of the tribes and who uh, was about to be led out of Egypt by his hand. Now, in this chapter, which is titled, I will stretch out my hand. We will see what the Lord is tell will tell Moses what it is that he will do to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt. Open your Bible to Exodus 7 and let's read. Exodus 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you. And your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And though I multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt, and with mighty acts of judgment, I will bring out my divisions, my people, the Israelites. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretched out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. Moses was eighty years old, and Aaron eighty-three, when they spoke to Pharaoh. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, Perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh, and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers, and the Egyptian magicians also did the same things by their secret arts. Each one threw down his staff, and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the water. Wait on the bank of the Nile to meet him, and take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Then say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to say to you, Let my people go so that they may worship me in the desert. But until now you have not listened. This is what the Lord says, By this you will know that I am the Lord. With the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of the Nile, and it will be changed into blood. The fish in the Nile will die, and the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink its water. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Take your staff, and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the streams and canals, over the ponds, and all the reservoirs, and they will turn to blood. Blood will be everywhere in Egypt, even in the wooden buckets and stone jars. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded. He raised his staff in the presence of Pharaoh and his officials, and struck the water of the Nile. And all the water was changed into blood. The 
the fish in the Nile died, and the river smelled so bad that the Egyptians could not drink its water. Blood was everywhere in Egypt. But the Egyptian magicians did the same things by their secret arts, and Pharaoh's heart became hard. He would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Instead he turned and went into his palace, and did not take even this to heart. And all the Egyptians dug along the Nile to get drinking water because they could not drink the water of the river. Seven days passed after the Lord struck the Nile. Now, uh, to start chapter 7, uh, we will pick up at the end of chapter 6, since this is a continuation. So, let's read uh, chapter 6, verse 29, uh, through uh, chapter uh, 7, verse 7. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, through 1. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said, we let's pick it up at... Uh, Chapter 6, verse 29. I am the Lord. Speak to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I speak to you. But Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am unskilled in speech. How then will Pharaoh listen to me? Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I make you as God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. Now, uh, the Lord is... uh, you know, giving Moses instruction on how he is to speak to Pharaoh. Now, when the Lord said he will make Moses as God and Aaron as his prophet, uh, he is saying Moses will give the orders and Aaron will speak the words. Uh, we see this when we uh, look at the word prophet, Hebrew 5030, which is a spokesman. Remember, uh, Moses says again at the end of chapter six that he is unskilled in speech. Also note that uh, this is how Elohim uses us to this very day. He speaks as Moses is represented, and we are to be like Aaron and to do his will. Uh, and that's really, you know, what that meant. It wasn't necessarily giving Moses a super high title. He's saying that, you know, you will get the orders and he will speak. But the reason why the Lord is doing this is because Moses has said again that he is unskilled in speech. Now, the Lord says to Moses that Pharaoh's heart would be hardened. Let's look at verses 2 and 3. You will speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron shall speak to Pharaoh that uh, he let the sons of Israel go out of his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart that I may multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. Uh, if you have ever wondered why God said he would harden Pharaoh's heart, uh, you have to consider that any human uh, who has persisted in his evil ways does not know good from evil. Once you continue in a sin for a long time, uh, you grow hard in it and you have no uh, moral compass. Uh, now, let's, let's look at the example. Go to the New Testament and go to the book of Romans. Romans. And when you get there, hold chapter one. Here we go. Okay, 
Romans chapter 1 verse 28. And it reads, And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper. Uh, now, I actually like what it says in the uh, King James uh, when it says that God gave them up to a reprobate mind. Now, um, this is uh, what's going on with Pharaoh. God did not force him to do anything. Pharaoh has been given up to a reprobate mind. It's, it's just that simple. So this is what it means when it says that when the Lord says, I will harden his heart. See, there's been there's always been this misunderstanding that when it says God will harden Pharaoh's heart, that uh, Pharaoh had the choice to change his mind. But God was going to make sure that he didn't change his mind. That's not what it is, because God has given us free will. Pharaoh could have changed his mind. The truth is he wasn't ever going to. He had already been given up to a reprobate mind. And this is what the Lord was referring to. Now, uh, the Lord is going to lay his hand on Egypt. Let's look at verses four through seven. When Pharaoh will not listen to you, then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my host, my people, the sons of Israel, from the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. So Moses and Aaron did it as the Lord commanded them, thus they did. And Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now, the Lord says he will lay his hand, Hebrew 30, 27, which is his power over Egypt. Now, uh, this happens when Aaron was 83 and Moses was 80. Uh, now we see that Aaron's rod becomes a serpent. Notice verses 8 through 10. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, when Pharaoh speaks to you saying, work a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, take your staff, throw it down before Pharaoh that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh and thus they did just as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and his servants and it became a serpent. Then we see that uh, Pharaoh's men perform the same miracle. Verses 11 through 12 tell us that then Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts. For each one threw down his staff and they turned into serpents. Now it says that Pharaoh called his sorcerers, Hebrew 37:84, which is those who practice witchcraft. So we see these types of people uh, do ha do and have existed in the world. Uh, now, Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh is not impressed. Look at verses 12 through 13. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs, yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them as the Lord has said. So even after seeing a, a, a staff turn into a, a serpent and then that serpent swallowing the other serpents, Pharaoh was still not impressed. Now, uh, God gives Moses a second miracle. Look at verses 14 through 18. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning 
as he is going out to the water and station yourselves to meet him on the bank of the Nile. And you shall take in your hand a staff that was turned into a serpent. And you will say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews sent me to you saying, let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. But behold, you have uh, not listened until now. Thus says the Lord, by this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the water that is in the Nile with the staff that is in my hand, and it shall be turned to blood. And the fish that are in the Nile will die, and the Nile will become foul. And Egyptians will find difficulty in drinking water from the Nile. I believe that the Lord turned the water to blood uh, for two reasons. One, he wanted to show Pharaoh uh, uh, that he was on the side of Moses, Aaron, and the Hebrews. Two, he wanted to make life hard on the Egyptians for keeping the Hebrews as slaves. You see, by striking the water, the Lord took a major life source from Egypt. Now, uh, how important is water? Uh, I have a clip from uh, Learning Science to illustrate the point. Let's pull up and listen to the clip. Good morning, children. Today we shall learn about uses of water. Can we live without water? Let us find it out. We drink water whenever we feel thirsty. We need water for bathing. We need water for cleaning our homes. Water is also needed for cooking. Not just us, even animals need water. What about plants? Plants also need water for their growth. Also, we use water for putting out fire. So, what do we see? We cannot live without water. Water is very important for us. So, water is precious. Never leave the tap open after the use. Always turn it off after the use. Okay, now, I know that was uh, more of something you may be thinking, like, man, I would have heard that in, in elementary school. But the, the point is, is that uh, she was just giving us all examples of how important water is. So, uh, as we just heard, God has cut off the Egyptians' drinking source. He cut off the source of them uh, taking baths, cleaning their bodies. He cut off the source of how they would water their flocks who would need water to work and perform the duties of the day. Or to put out a fire even if one arises. Now, also in verse 18, he said the fish would die. So Egypt is also out of a major food source. So by the, uh, by the Lord turning the water to blood, he is cutting off uh, a very important life source to the Egyptians. Now, Aaron and Moses do as God commands. Notice verses 19 through 21. Then the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their rivers, over their streams and over their pools and over all their reservoirs of water that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, Egypt 
both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. So Moses and Aaron did even as the Lord had commanded. And he lifted up the staff and struck the water that was in the Nile in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the water that was in the Nile was turned to blood. And the fish that were in the Nile died. And the Nile became foul so that the Egyptians could not drink water from the Nile. And the blood was through all the land of Egypt. The Lord turned all the water into blood, even the water that was kept in uh, vessels of wood and stone. So that's something to, to, to note there. Not only when, when Moses struck the water, did the water in the Nile turn to blood, but the water they already had stored, stored up on the land. So it's not as if, uh, you know how, uh, when you hear about disasters coming, let's say it's a, a hurricane and, you know, people will start to stack up water or people back when uh, Y2K was a big thing. People began to stack up water just in case, uh, uh, you know, you couldn't get water from the store and the water in the, the lakes and the rivers were corrupt. Well, uh, the Lord made sure that the Egyptians didn't have that as a backup plan. Now, Pharaoh shows no concern as his magicians do the same with their secret arts. Verses 22 through 25 tell us, But the magicians of Egypt did the same with their secret arts. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them as the Lord had said. Then Pharaoh turned and went into his house with no concern even for this. So all the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink, for they could not drink of the water of the Nile. And seven days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. Okay, uh, it says that, uh, it, now it says with their secret arts, Hebrew 3909, which is uh, secrecy slash mystery. Now, this is totally different from what Aaron just did. Uh, we know it was God's power that caused the Nile to be turned, but Pharaoh's people did it through some mystery. And what that mystery is, people, I do not know. We know that uh, there are things in Scripture that uh, will be hard for us to understand until we are with the Lord in eternity. I, I could, I can't tell you uh, how Pharaoh's uh, magicians turned the water to blood, also, but somehow they did, uh, or they, or or they did, they discolored it somehow. But the Bible says they did the same thing, so that's what we will go with. Whatever uh, how, whatever, and however it went down, uh, they did the same thing, and Pharaoh was not impressed. All right, people, that brings us to the end of Exodus chapter 7. That's all for now. God bless. <laughs>